Hey everybody, this is Jeremiah, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. Uh, today uh, is my normal Friday, so I get to, to be here today. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't get Lorraine in here um, today, so I get to do this on my own, which I don't think I've ever done. So I'm, I'm quite excited about doing this, uh, change things up a little bit. You know, sometimes... Uh, Life happens, and uh, we have ob- obligations, we have family, we have rest. There are things that come up, and so we, we take turns uh, doing this podcast because uh, we both, uh, Lorraine and I both love it. It's something I think that is is touching people, and our prayer is that we continue uh, to do this faithfully, and God will continue to work faithfully uh, through this, whether you're watching it the same day that we're putting it out, uh, the same month, even the same year, whenever it is that you're watching, our prayer is that uh, you're watching and reading and growing in your relationship with, with God. And so that's what we're here to do, to read the word of God into the world. So I'm so happy you're here with us today. I'm so excited to jump in and, and get started and, and share what what reading we have today. We're on episode 69.1, which is going to be Exodus 23. So uh, let's open up in a word of prayer. Let's get started. And then uh, we'll hit the words. Lord, Father, Heavenly Father, we come before you now and we, we praise you and we bless you and we, we worship your name, Lord. Uh, I know that uh, a lot of us uh, come into times in our life where uh, life comes in and things happen. Uh, I pray for encouragement and the stick-to-tiveness to continue to read your word every day. Uh, to make it a, a journey, to make it a a daily response, whether it's one chapter, two chapters, whatever it is, Lord. Uh, my prayer is that we continue to read each and every day. Uh, and it's not just to, to read, but it's it's time spent communing with you. It's time spent talking to you about uh, what's going in our life, going on in our life, and getting the opportunity to read your word and apply it to our uh everyday situations and not every verse is going to pop out and mean something but all the verses together and reading all the books gives us a greater understanding of your love of your vision of your uh, loyalty to us lord and my prayer is that we continue to read it and continue to learn what you do why you do it and and how you did it lord Uh, we love you we bless you Uh, we thank you that Jesus came and, and died on the cross for our sins so that we can have this relationship, so that uh, we can commune with you, we can talk to you, we can share our our successes and share our failures and our anger and, and, and just be real. Um, sometimes in the world it's tough to be real, and whether it's work, family, friends, whatever it is, Lord, my prayer is we try to be as real as we can, first with you, which will lead us to be uh, real with ourselves and then have that feed and bleed out into the world, Lord. Again, thank you for these opportunities that we have to read your word and learn and, and grow. And we pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. I hope that prayer reaches you today. And my prayer with that too is that whatever you're doing, how often you can do it, just stop and talk to God. It doesn't have to be a formal prayer, um, but uh, not only in your head, speak the word, speak to God, uh, have a conversation. 
sometimes it seems like maybe you're just talking to nothing, but he's listening and he will answer you. Uh, a lot of times uh, I come across, it's not the answer I want necessarily, but it's the answer that I need. So let's get into the word today. So what I'm going to do is share my screen so that we can read together and I will highlight and we'll talk about it. So again, we're in Exodus 23, a call for justice. You must not pass along false rumors. You must cooperate with evil people by lying on the witness stand. So you, that's what I read that wrong. You must not cooperate with evil people uh, while you're on the witness stand. So we're, I'm going to try to highlight and read at the same time, or maybe I should just read and I'll go over it. You must not follow the crowd in doing wrong. When you're called to testify in a dispute, do not be swayed by the crowd to twist justice and do not slant your testimony in favor of a person just because that person is poor. If you come upon your enemy's ox or donkey that has strayed away, take it back to its owner. If you see that the donkey of someone who hates you has collapsed under its load, do not walk by. Instead, stop and help. In a lawsuit, you must not deny justice to the poor. Be sure never to charge anyone falsely with evil. Never sentence an innocent or blameless person to death, for I never declare a guilty person to be innocent. Take no bribes, for a bribe makes you ignore something that you clearly see. A bribe makes even a righteous person twist the truth. You must not oppress foreigners. You know what it's like to be a foreigner, for you yourselves were once foreigners in the land of Egypt. Plant and harvest your crops for six years, but let the land be renewed and lie uncultivated during the seventh year. Then let the poor among you harvest whatever grows on it on its own and leave the rest for wild animals to eat. The same applies to your vineyards and olive groves. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but on the seventh day you must stop working. This gives your ox and your donkey a chance to rest and allows your slaves and the foreigners living among you to be refreshed. Pay close attention to all my instructions. You must not call on the name of any other gods. Do not even speak their names. Three annual festivals. Each year, you must celebrate three festivals in my honor. First, celebrate the festival of unleavened bread. For seven days, the bread you eat must, not, must be made without yeast, just as I command you. Celebrate the festival annually at the appointed time in early spring in the month of Abib, for that is the anniversary of your departure from Egypt. No one may appear before me without an offering. Second, celebrate the festival of harvest when you bring me the first crops of your harvest. Finally, celebrate the festival of the final harvest at the end of the harvest season when you have harvested all the crops from your fields. At these three times each year, Every man in Israel must appear before the Sovereign, the Lord. You must not offer the blood of my sacrificial offerings together with any baked goods containing yeast. And do not leave the fat from the festival offerings until the next morning. As you harvest your crops, bring the very best of the first harvest to the house of the Lord your God. You must not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. A promise of the Lord's presence. See, I am sending an angel before you to protect you on your journey and lead you safely to the place I have prepared for you. Pay close attention to him and obey his instruction. 
Do not rebel against him, for he is my representative, and he will not forgive your rebellion. But if you are careful to obey him, following all my instructions, then I will be an enemy to your enemies, and I will oppose those who oppose you. For my angel will go before you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites, and Jebusites. So you may live there, and I will destroy them completely. You must not worship the gods of those nations or serve them in any way or imitate their evil practices. Instead, you must utterly destroy them and smash their sacred pillars. You must serve only the Lord your God if you do. I will bless you with food and water and I will protect you from illness. There will be no miscarriages or infertility in your land and I will give you long, full lives. I will send my terror ahead of you and create panic among all the people whose land you invade. I will make all your enemies turn and run. I will send terror ahead to you to drive out the Hittites, Canaanites, and Hittites. But I will not drive them out in a single year because the land would become desolate and the wild animals would multiply and threaten you. I will drive them out a little at a time until your population has increased enough to take possession of the land. And I will fix your boundaries from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea and from the western wilderness to the Euphrates River. I will hand over to you the people now living in the land, and you will drive them out ahead of you. Make no treaties with them or their gods. They must not live in your land, or they will cause you to sin against me. If you serve their gods, you will be caught in the trap of idolatry. So uh, a lot of these instructions here, and we've talked about this before, aren't given in a sense of you have to follow me because I know everything. God has a purpose to everything and everything that he has given us, uh, even in Exodus, I think a lot of it stands true today on things that we should practice or not practice. So, uh, let's, let's hit some of these. I, I couldn't highlight cause I'm not great at doing two things at once. So, um, the first thing you must not pass along false rumors. So lying, right? Um, and they're putting this in, in a witness stand in a court, but I think it, it applies at any time. Uh, we can call a court or we're, we're talking to others. So, yeah, you know, don't lie. It's just not good. Things happen. Uh, you're helping evil people, and you don't want to do that. You want to, God is, is justice. God is um, straight. You got to be straight. Tell the truth. Uh, don't follow the crowd in doing wrong. Uh, I think that's pretty obvious. You, you know, what this whole verse is talking about is not going along with crowd, peer pressure, whatever you want to call it. Um, I like the use of the word twist um, because I think that's important that we talk about, you know, we don't lie, but also not to twist the truth, twist justice. Um, very pertinent here. That, you know, it, it kind of goes on all the word place. So we can't justify our, our lying or our twisting. Um, real simple here. If you become, you know, you come upon your enemy's ox or any possession, give it back. Uh, when you realize, oh, this isn't mine, it's so-and-so's or it belongs to someone else, get turn it in. Give it back. Don't keep it. Uh, someone will come looking for it. Uh, and again, it's about being straight. It's about being true. And if you see, uh, love is helping people. Again, this is these are decent standards, morals that God's teaching the people. Is you know, 
help. Don't walk away. Help someone, whether it's their possession, their property, their their animals. I mean, come on, we're we're here to show God's love and 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 to stop and help. Um, do not discriminate. I think is what verse six is saying. Basically, you must not deny justice to the poor to any other uh, type of person that's different from you, whether it's uh, race or sex, uh, economics, whatever it is, like just because they're in a different situation, do not deny justice to them. I think that's really, really important. Uh, do not charge anyone falsely with evil, right? And that's, that's why we have a jury. That's why we, we, we have people go to law school. I mean, we, I think that we need to see all the evidence because again, when you look at yourself, you don't want to be charged with anything that you're innocent for. So it's, it's kind of showing that same courtesy to others to make sure that, you know, if it's, they're going to be doing evil, let's make sure they're doing evil and not because we don't like them, call them evil. Take no bribes uh, because bribes make you ignore something that you clearly see. How amazing. Again, uh, a righteous person doesn't, don't twist the truth and a bribe can do that. Uh, I think we see that a lot in our politicians now. And, um, and it's all sides. I think that we, we see something clearly and we're like, how can you not see that clearly? And I, I don't think it's flat out bribes, but if it's, uh, donations to, uh, you know, running again and, and donations to a charity for you. I mean, clearly uh, I've come to learn that not, not a lot of things are free, right? Especially from humans. Uh, it seems like. I don't want to charge that everybody doesn't do it, but when you when you are in business and 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 you you find different kind of people, I mean, rarely are things free. I will say, I think uh, obviously the the most obvious free thing is is the gift of grace and forgiveness, but that comes from the Lord. Um, he's not asking for anything in return, but it's to be wary of those that are looking for something in return. That's why bribes are are not a good thing. You must not oppress foreigners. You know what it's like to be a foreigner. Um, again, it's it's not that foreigners are wrong or we treat them differently. Um, if they're living in our land, if they're working with us, for us, whatever it may be, like they deserve human rights as well, and they deserve to be treated like people um, and try to understand their plight. You know, I, I don't know that necessarily um you know we're a lot of us are not foreigners into a different country but we become foreigners into different groups in a different situation so it's it's a, it's a matter of keeping an open heart and an open mind and again it's the purpose is to treat people the right way with love um the harvest your crops for six years i'm not a farmer but i i think this is something similar what they do now um is giving the ground it's like giving the ground rest or allowing it to the nutrients to go back into the dirt i think is if you want to get scientifically um that's very important especially if you're growing a certain kind of crop and you need to change it up i mean there are ways to do that um so that's awesome you know i was thinking about it i'm sure they plant like every year they have something going but they they are able to separate it so every year a, a plot of land gets a day off or a year off 
anyway, it's farming. I'm, I'm glad we have farmers and people that, that study that. Uh, six days each week for ordinary work. I, I, I don't think he's just saying this about your animals and your, your slaves or your, the people that work for you. I think it's everybody. You need time off from work. Uh, I know here in America, we are very work oriented, um, working 80 hours, hundred hours a week and not taking a day off. Even you know, entrepreneurs, there's certain, uh, people that feel like they can't take a day off. And I think it's God saying, yeah, everybody needs to be refreshed and it's, it's important for our minds and our, our physical bodies too, to be able to get that, that moment of rest. And, uh, 13 here, play close attention to my instructions because, uh, you don't want to call on the name of any other gods. Uh, again, he's trying to protect, and we'll see this when he gets further in, like in verse 20 and what he's protecting people from with these other gods, you know, with other gods, nothing's free. Right, there's a price to pay for what these other gods uh, give you. So again, it's a warning of be prudent, be aware of what you're doing and who you're doing it with. Uh, the next section here, the three annual festivals. I love this because it's 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 so basic. Like celebrate um, with the 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 three festivals. God saying, look, you know, it's not all work. Uh, there are times that we got to come together, one, to, to give offerings and have a time of spiritual renewal. I think these, these festivals are not just about celebrating our achievements, but also celebrating with God and getting to a time of sacrifice and remembering why we're here. Uh, so all these festivals every year celebrate them. Great instructions on why you're celebrating them and what you're supposed to do with them. I think is, is something that that's why we celebrate birthdays and Christmas and Easter. And we have holidays like 4th of July. These are times to come together and remember important events and to reflect on our life and what we're doing better. Again, there's a purpose behind everything. So I, I, I love, I love celebrations. I love getting together with family and friends. I will do it for no reason, but you know, God's here saying, yeah, these are ones that we're going to have every year because it's not every year someone gets married or has babies. So make sure you are celebrating with people and with him. Um, down here, uh, the promise of the Lord's presence. I love this because this is, this is foreshadowing and it's the same thing. It's foreshadowing what we now call the Holy Spirit. And so the Lord is telling the Israelites, hey, follow my instructions. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you an angel, which definitely is a um, simile with, with the Holy Spirit. It's, it's going before the Israelites and helping them. Uh, one, rebellion. You know, we're not supposed to rebel from God. Uh, and he's saying this angel, same thing with the Holy Spirit, right? Uh, this type of rebellion, the God, is, God is saying, Look, this, is, this is serious stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a a piece of me to guide you on your path and on your journey. Don't rebel to be rebellious because it's, it's, it's a bad thing. But uh, the angel slash Holy Spirit will go before you and bring you into the land of, of these other people. 
where he's going to push them out. Because this land was originally promised hundreds of years ago to Abraham and his people. And so these others have come in. When they, when they went to Egypt, these others came in and took over the land. And so God is honoring his promise to push these people out and give the land back to who he promised it to. And so um, in verse 24, I think it's prudent again here, is you must not worship the gods of these nations or serve them any way or imitate their evil practices. Instead, you must utterly destroy them and smash their sacred pillars. So it, it's not about killing the people. Uh, I, we, he does want them moved and out of that land, but he doesn't want anybody left in the land, as he goes on to say in the next few verses, because... Their practices are evil. Again, they're worshiping gods in, in ways that are not healthy, right? There's, um, if you look at these practices, there's human sacrifice. There's um, impure activities that happen, sexual activities that are, uh, that they've come to find out that are very hedonistic, um, children sacrifice along with human sacrifice. Uh, these are just some of the practices that these other gods demand from their people. And God is saying, look, hey, here's the thing. That's wrong. And that's going to help you stay right with me. If you follow what I say, you'll be blessed with food and water. I'll protect you from illness and miscarriages, infertility, because living this alternate lifestyle of these other gods, which includes all kinds of weird stuff that is just unhealthy and, 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 and not clean. It's going to help you stay clean and stay pure. So again, the purpose is not to be, you know, his, he's God and he deserves it all, but there's a purpose behind this because your heart, your mind, your soul, you'll lose it all if you do these other things. And God's like, I don't want you to, I want you to follow me and I want you to, to be pure and, and, and commune with me. So these instructions are very, very important. I do like in here also that he says that he's not going to just kick everybody out because the land will be overtaken by, by animals, wild animals. And, um, he also, for us, I think it's, it's, uh, it's about our psyche and our mind. Um, God needs us. Doesn't need us. He wants us. I should say, wants us to be active in our life. And I think part of that is I want to build your number up and I want you to finish the job, right? God um, is not letting them in now and taking them the long way and, and letting them grow because he wants to build them up and get them strong so they can overtake in the end. Um, and it's not about, because there's a lie that goes out there that God will only give you what you handle. No, no can handle no that's wrong god gives you more than you can handle because you want to rely on him and the israelites have to rely on god to kind of even the numbers so to say right and then they can come in and finish the job i think that's that's a great great leadership you know there's so many things that we can see in god and that's a great one right look i'm gonna get you there but i need you to put an effort into this and I'll get you to the starting point and you finish it. And I think that's something that we forget about sometimes. Either we rely, like we want God to do everything or nothing. 
where God's like, no, you, you rely on me and I'm here for you, but you got to put something into it as well. You, you'll grow in your faith. You'll grow in your communication with me. You'll grow in your relationship with me if we do this, if I allow you to help me with this, uh, even if it's just closing out. So um, God's word, even in the Old Testament, even in Exodus where it's God laying the law down, like this is what separates you from, pe- from me. You know, these commandments and these laws is what separates us. But, but if you work with them and remember the heart of it, which Jesus comes back later to say, right, the two greatest commandments is love your God with all your heart, your mind and soul, and then love your neighbor as yourself. That covers all these commandments the Lord's given. Like he's just simplifying it. But they carry on today. You know, God's specific here. And then with Jesus, he's like, look, we know the specifics, but let's get to the heart of it and say, hey, love God and love others. I think is is very important. So it's very, very important to us to go back and read the Old Testament. We get the specifics and then we get the heart of it and able to to grow in that relationship with God and get to the next level of where he wants us to be. So this is, um, I, I, I know every time we say it with Larry, this is good stuff. It's good stuff because it means something. Not that any of it's bad, um, but there's something we can take from every reading, uh, which is why we're doing this. We're encouraging you to, to, to read and to um, get back to the heart of things and, and grow in that relationship. And so part of growing in that relationship is uh, no matter where you are in your life, uh, there comes a point where we've got to understand that we need God. And he sent his son to give us salvation from the traps of sin. And the blood, the sacrifice was given, the ultimate sacrifice. No longer do we have to go to these festivals to sacrifice. We can have festivals and we can commune with God, but the ultimate sacrifice was given. Jesus died for our sins. And there comes a point where we have to make a decision on whether we believe that actively and want to pursue that relationship. Um, I am a little bit distracted because my cat is sitting here with me doing this. So uh, the cat is enjoying this, I, I hope. But back to the point. If you haven't yet, I want you to decide today, if you're going to make that decision, make it today that you're going to follow Jesus, you're going to read his word, and you're going to try to become a better person. And you're going to allow God to work in you and come, in, come into your life. Okay, We're going to say a prayer. And if, you, if you've already said it, if you've said it before, you, you can't, it, it, doesn't, you, it works once. It's one time. You don't have to do it over and over and over. You make that decision once, and, and you're covered. And we may fall away or doubts may come in our, our head, but we've got to read and grow that relationship so that we can fight those doubts and realize that, yes, he died once, he rose once, and we make that decision once. So if you haven't said that, uh, it's not a magic words. It's not a magic prayer. If you say it out loud, you're declaring to God, I'm making a commitment. I'm ready to turn my life around. I'm ready to be uh, your light to the world. That's what we're doing here. So it's, it's, it's an open invitation, and we're going to take, take that invitation. So if you've said it before, wonderful. If not, I, w- I would encourage you to do that. Give your life. And, and we're just going to say this simple prayer that, Lord, Uh, I'm not perfect, but I believe in you. Save me, change me, I give you my life.
that's it. It's the vocalization of what we are committing to with God. I want to give you my life. And if you made that decision today, uh, your life's going to change. Your perspective will change. It's not instant. It's not this magic thing that all of a sudden roses and birds come in the sky. But um, it's a commitment that you're willing to put in the work with God to grow in your relationship. Receive the Holy Spirit to be that guiding force and going in front of us to fight our battles and us coming behind, growing in strength, growing in our relationship, growing in our intellect and our uh, spirit so that we can go with God and, and finish up the job. So if you made that decision today, that is awesome. We, we want to hear from you. You can uh, send us emails, jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org, lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org. You can go to our Facebook page. You can watch previous videos. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast, you can go to our previous podcast. You can share this with other people. Uh, if you like a particular day, just share the day. If, if it's something, you know, I encourage you to go out there. Um, also, if you made this decision, wherever you are in your life, encourage you, find a church, find a, a, a place of worship that you can go and speak to a pastor, speak to others that have made these decisions and learn how you can grow and what the next steps are you'd like to make uh, 100% encourage that. And I'm so thankful and so glad I got this opportunity to do this today. I am really working on doing this more and more often. So I, I hope this comes again. I miss Lorraine. I, I love our, our chit chat and I hope that you do. And I hope that you join us next week. So God bless you. Have a great day. Have a great week. And we'll see you next one.